0: I'm going to start doing more segments uh, on stupid news. And one of the ways I make a lot of my trades is just on news that I think doesn't make sense for what the stock is priced in or any instrument. It could be index futures as well or currencies. And I would say that a decent chunk of my trades with the trend are the even better ones, but the ones that are against the trend often work as well, happen when I think there's something that's creating a move that's just stupid. It doesn't make a lot of sense with the underlying fundamentals of the stock or of what's, what's going on in the index. So the recent one I, I found was Philip Morris. So I know uh, BTI, which is British American Tobacco. Um, I'm sorry, Altria is the one I'm going to talk about, M-O. Philip Morris is PM. And there's another one, TPB, Turning Point Brands. So those are the four, I think, big tobacco stocks. And there's been, they're banning menthol, First of all, I hate cigarettes and and all that stuff, so I <laughs> don't think I'm in favor of uh, buying cigarette stocks. That's not really what this is about. This is just more of an illustration of how I find some trades, and I'm going to start doing more episodes on stuff that I see like this. So back to the, the trade. Um... So British American sold off quite a bit. Philip Morris sold off quite a bit. They all did. And the news was banning menthol cigarettes in the U.S. I don't know about internationally, just in the U.S. And then the other thing was um, e-cigarettes and then looking at banning e-cigarettes in the U.S. And I don't know internationally either about that, If what's going on there. But each one of these tobacco companies has a little bit different mix of menthol portion of overall sales and E-cigarettes being part of their future, so they all are affected a little differently. But with Philip or with Altria, sorry, M symbol M O, we had uh, the news that pushed the whole sector down and caused a big decline in Altria. I have I'm not looking at my chart, but I'm thinking it was forty, fifty percent or more, and it pushed it down to I don't know, like forty eight dollars a share. And the dividend is pretty high in these things, so I think if the market continues to struggle, you're going to get people wanting to come into these high-dividend defensive stock. So that's kind of one thing I'm thinking about. So I'm watching it, and then yesterday, I believe, Morgan Stanley comes out and talks about how all these things that I just told you are going to hurt the stock, and the stock goes down to another 6 or 7%. So that's what I call stupid news because that's priced in. It doesn't really matter. And when a stock has a big downtrend and it gets beaten down even more on something like this, that's when I oftentimes will do a short-term trade so what I'm looking to do is, when this thing comes down to around 43, maybe 42 and a half, I'm going to look to buy it, or maybe sell some puts, collect some premium, and then look in around the 46, 46, half area to get out. And I'll probably put a stop in to make it a reasonable risk reward. And that's a short-term trade I might do. These aren't the trades I make big money on, but a lot of times there are little singles and doubles that you can find when stuff like this happens. So a bigger, if this trade to make this a bigger trade. It would be almost a different scenario where tobacco was in a big uptrend and there was a lot of people buying it and the same news caused a pullback and an uptrend and it got a little bit violent on the downside because everyone was stuck buying at bad prices and they had to get out on, on the stupid news and then it caused like a move back up to the highs. I like those even more. I'll trade those bigger because I'm with the trend. This one, I'm against the trend, so I'm more cautious, but it's something that I'm watching to see if it sets up. So coincidentally, there was another one that set up a couple days ago, and it was in the S&P futures. We had this huge rally off the lows off of Christmas debacle, and we kind of came back and retested the trend line across all the daily lows in the stock market. And right as we're doing that, it blows through the top of it on news that we reached a deal with China or we think we could reach a deal. And it was denied a a day or two later. But that's another stupid news story, in my opinion. I don't think it matters that much. I think that there's so much distrust between the countries I did another recording on what does matter which is I think the Fed and the central banks that matters a lot more so that was one that I did selling that and getting out a few days later based on that news at that point after a rally that big to to push up and squeeze everybody out on something like that um, it doesn't make sense to me so I'm going to try to do more of these because they're they're fairly they're not easy to identify but it's a little bit of an art form, but when you start watching for them, you'll notice that say you want to buy something and it's kind of in a downtrend, or at least a temporary downtrend. Maybe we'll call it a retracement, <clears throat> excuse me. And there's maybe a downward wedge or a little consolidation, and then it spikes through the bottom and gets really oversold on on stupid news. Stupid news is not the company's having really poor earnings. It could be the company had bad earnings because of a one-time tax event or because of a one-time thing. That would be stupid news, in my opinion. That isn't really... But it's, it's more stuff that... It's, it's the Tesla battery fires. It's the JP Morgan whale trade. It's the Lululemon see-through pants because the founder blamed women for being overweight. It's uh, Elon Musk smoking weed. Things like that. So that you kind of get the drift of it. Maybe these aren't super clear, but... So I'm going to be watching that in the next few days but I'll uh, I'll try to do more recordings when I see them come up